8 a.m. exam crams are what we do at the beach. So is riding the bus for free. Long Beach Transit is offering free rides to campus, work, and home to start the semester. Save on parking and make the bus part of your routine. Visit ridelbt.com students for schedules and route information. Welcome everyone. I know what you're thinking. Where's my Beach Weekly? We're going to break format this week. My name is Jeremy Taylor. I'm the podcast editor for the Daily 49er and I sat down with a couple members of the staff to talk about the newest release from Kanye West, the Donda album. So sit back, relax, turn up your headphones and enjoy. All right. Hello, my name is Jason. I'm the uh, assistant social media editor and slash public relations intern for the Daily 49er. Hi, everyone. My name is Nick James. I am the co-news editor also at the Daily 49er. So we're reaching the end of week two here at Cal State Long Beach. How's the first two weeks been for you guys? Stress, I guess. It's it, all the Zoom classes we took last year. It's different now with being also hybrid. I mean, I, I think the hybrid's a little bit getting back to used to since you know we spent the whole last year at home so I think it's just the concept of having to come back to school that's been a bit stressful I I think it's fine I, I actually miss the classroom environment too so it's been a very nice experience to come back and to enjoy school again yeah for me it's um it's been okay I mean I'm still taking a an online course so it's not too bad at the moment. So just going through this week and we'll see how, how it goes. <laughs> All right. With that being said, let's get into the reason why everybody is here, why everybody is tuning in. We're going to talk about the Kanye West Donda album, Kanye's much publicized latest release. First of all, let's talk about the promotion and publicity of the album from setting himself on fire, remarrying Kim Kardashian, the naming the album after his late mother, his beef with Drake and the alleged release of the album by Universal early without his permission. What are your guys' thoughts, Jason? Um, so the whole publicity of the album, I feel like it's it's like a. Let I me. Mean, I guess I'm gonna just say it's like a typical Kanye thing of him to do. Um, the whole setting himself on fire. Um, it's probably like a. It's really symbolic, I guess. Um, I would feel it's something relating, having to do with like him, him being vulnerable, I suppose. The whole, the, I'm not sure about the whole remarrying Kim K. I, I think it's just him more so like him wanting back what he lost. I'm, I'm guessing. I think it, naming the, the whole process of naming the album after his uh, late mother is it's pretty significant for Kanye because, his, um, as people would know, like his mother was like the world to him. Um, like on on presses, you could you would see him you would see him with his mother like on t on like red carpets or like on tours and just uh, talking about his mother a lot. And so I think 
releasing an album after his mother is just kind of a way to ex express acceptance of his passing of his mother. Uh, I'm with the whole the whole beef with Drake. I'm not too. I feel like that's been going on for quite some time. I think so. I'm not sure how long that's going to last. Uh, I know they've been going back and forth with each other with the whole. With that, with that whole uh, Kanye post of him saying that he won't get back after this, um, I'm just not sure like what's gonna happen after that. I feel like I feel like Drake is like preparing to like go back or clap back at Kanye and trying to see what he can um, try to see what he can dish out at him, I guess. And there's there hasn't been really much about the like the early release or the alleged um or how universal released the album without his permission i feel like that's still undergoing right now uh, i haven't really read up i haven't really seen any, anything like new about how it actually did happen i mean it may it may have happened because record labels can be a bit you know they could be a bit uh what's the word i'm looking for they can be it can be a bit cruel to the artists and not release their and not be in favor for the artists, but more so more about the money. Yeah, that, that, that's what I would have to agree with. I mean, I think the big issue primarily was just the early release because a lot of times it's what the artists don't want. They don't want their stuff to be released because they want to do it at their own timing. So I thought it was kind of a backhand from Universal, but I mean, this has been one of the most anticipated albums of this year so far so i can understand from a marketing perspective why you would release it early because then it's just like oh there's controversy behind it you know kanye's mad at universal so everybody's going to be wanting to stream the album to see what's going on to start listening to the music to see what's going on um you know i actually like the fact that it's named after his late mother because i've always been interested in like the mind of Kanye in a sense it's just he's his you can tell his music has changed since the death of his mother and like we're talking about years ago because we're talking about from his early albums and then his mother passed away and it, this is him kind of I think trying to experiment in a sense with his album to get some closure with the death of his mother by trying to find something to make him truly happy and I think all the experimentations and then naming the album has kind of been you know, a way for him to get over that uh, in a sense to, you know, get over the mourning portion of grief. So I, I thought the naming of the album was actually really nice. I, at first, I, I didn't realize, I didn't actually connect two and two together when he had named the album. He put Donda and I was like, I wonder what Donda like, meant. And then I realized it was after his mom and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting, but it, it, it made sense. So, um, I actually didn't know he set himself on fire, but that's a Kanye thing, though, you know? <laughs> Kanye setting himself on fire and marrying Kim K, I think those are Kanye things, in a sense. Like, people remarry all the time. So for me, it's just kind of whatever. You know, sometimes people have disagreements. They need to separate for a bit, and then they sometimes get back together. It's normal. Yeah, there's definitely been a tonal shift in his music and the way he's uh, presented his uh, craft since his mother passed away and that tragic situation that happened actually, like, I believe out here in Marina Del Rey. I just, 
you know, me personally, I feel like as far as the promotion stuff, it's like, are you doing all this promotion to distract everybody from the quality of your album, the quality of your work? You know what I mean? Really, is all the theatrics necessary? The destruction of Soldier Field, you know, the setting himself on fire. I think even one time he was dressed as Batman and levitating up into the sky and stuff like that. What's with all the smoke and mirrors? Just put the music out and let's see what you got. It's the old journalist thing. All press is good press. So it doesn't matter how crazy it is for Kanye. We think it's crazy. But then for Kanye, it's just like, all eyes, it's all eyes on me. You know, it's everybody's focusing on me. And then people are going to focus on the album. So yeah, that's true. At the, yeah, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, it doesn't matter what Kanye does. Kanye is arguably, and I'll say this, arguably one of the smartest people when it comes to using controversy to center himself around an album. He did that with Jesus. He did that with Ye. Um, he didn't do that with any of his early albums, though, because, I mean, Kanye was yeah. highly popular in his early albums. But in his later albums, he's been using controversy to get album coverage. I think, yeah, I think that's like up until like probably when Jesus came out. That's when the whole like controversy first, controversy exposure and then album. I think that's when that's when it kind of like just started. Nicholas, how much of a Kanye fan are you? <laughs> I always get made fun of this, but I consider Kanye to be top five rapper in most discussions. And to me, that's just because of a few things. So I've always liked his experimentations in a sense. Because people always, it's a double-edged sword, in my opinion, when it comes to things like, oh, this artist needs to experiment more. And then when they experiment, they say, oh, the artist should have gone back to what he or she has done in the past. But with Kanye, Kanye rarely doesn't do that. I think he, I think what also he does well outside of experimentation is his sample beats. He is probably the best artist, one of probably like top three top two in taking beats from older songs from the 70s and the 60s and even the 80s as well and using it smoothly because that's the thing sometimes you can take a beat and it doesn't transgress well it doesn't work well as a hip-hop beat sample but whenever Kanye does it it always feels like it was naturally a beat it was naturally part of the song and naturally part of his style so that's what i always liked about kanye but to me i i always felt like kanye was and is a top five rapper if you include his entire discography i mean you're talking about some of the best albums of the early and mid 2000s and 2010s as well during that time like you, you have i mean Graduation is probably his best album of all time and late registration, but then he also has Watch the Throne. He has The Life of Pablo. He has Ye. I mean, you're talking about albums that are actually creative and well done. And I, that's what I enjoy about Kanye is that he's producing music for his own satisfaction in a sense like he doesn't care what the mass think about his style he's going to produce and it's going to be 
Kanye style. Jason, what do you think? Are you a Kanye fan? Uh, what's your What's your relationship like with Kanye West? So I actually grew up listening to Kanye West. Um, I remember watching, what was it? I'm going to sound old. Um, I used to watch the MTV TRL oh. with like the latest music coming out. And then um, I remember when he when Kanye started um, blowing up, his song All Falls Down came out with the music video in the airport and I was like what like what is this This is crazy like this is this is this is so good I feel like he changed he basically like broke the mold of hip-hop for me personally because I was used to watching like what like like 90s hip-hop like Wu-Tang Clan like all like in a sense I don't want to label it but like in a sense like kind of like like R&B slash like gangster rap but then you see this guy who looks like a normal middle-class dude and just talking about like uh talking about this girl i think oh wow this is pretty this is pretty different i didn't think i didn't expect anyone to like come out like this or to uh pop off like this and then it started to i was really starting to get into his music a lot and then um i, I will admit that with this whole like was it he saw like he was with uh, Donald Trump or something like that with the whole uh, make America great again hat I kind of that kind of like uh, that was like kind of upsetting to see and I'm like oh man <laughs> like not Kanye <laughs> but but with this music it's really like it's 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 different from other artists I don't think anyone could really craft music like him it's super different the the instrumentals that he uses or the instrumentals that he chooses are pretty great uh yeah I, don't, I just don't think anyone like if anyone would try to do it they wouldn't be able to do it just as like Kanye would so it's pretty great yeah yeah I would say I'm a pretty big Kanye I'm a I'm a, I'm a Kanye fan well I would call myself a casual you know for sure like you know I've bumped several of his tracks more so the popular ones especially when I'm in the gym or whatever. And I do remember that All Falls Down video. Shout out to Stacey Dash, you know, one of my childhood crushes. Um, and then, you know, obviously with the whole MAGA thing and him hanging out with Trump, you know, the culture definitely was like, yo, we're going to take a hard pass on Kanye right now. So he's definitely not been a stranger to controversy. But as overall, as a musician, I think that the man is very, very talented. This is good. This is going to sound really old to also a lot of our younger viewers. But do you remember when Kanye went up on live television, I think during Hurricane Katrina, and he railed on George Bush and said that George Bush does not like black people? Yeah, I remember that. That that was at the time his biggest controversy. And people are like, well, why would he say that? And like nobody still knows why Kanye said that at the time, because they were that was right in the middle of like hurricane katrina when that was the biggest issue back in what 2004 it was a long time ago but people a lot of the younger audience won't remember that so i but that was also an issue because they might remember the taylor swift incident that's true but they won't remember that incident well let's not forget you know his more recent controversy when he had the nerve to say that slavery was a choice Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. sometimes that man will be the smartest person in the room. And then sometimes that man is the dumbest person in the room. 
I feel like it's hard to be a Kanye fan because then you're <laughs> because with all these controversy and you're just like, should I still be supporting this guy or <laughs> when people in media, they talk so much and they're always doing interviews and so forth like that. And sometimes you're bound to slip up and say dumb things or something that offends somebody, especially now in this culture that we live in. Unfortunately, Kanye seems to do that quite often more than most. Southland is bringing its credit union experience to the Long Beach State campus. As a student of Long Beach State, you are eligible to join with access to our new university student union branch, student loan services, free checking, and free financial educational resources. Visit Beach CU for more information. Moving forward, uh, let's talk about the album itself, the cover art, what are some of your favorite tracks? And the biggest thing of the album is that the length is an hour and 45 minutes for 27 tracks. What are your, some of your thoughts on that, Nick? I, I wish he would have actually broken off in two parts, but at the same time, I think it's unique that he has, it's one of the few albums that runs past an hour, more or less than an hour and a half. Because, like, if you look at, what is this? His last track, Jesus Lord Part 2, is 11 and a half minutes. Like, some of these songs are forever because they're part two of Jail, part two of Ojunia. Okay, okay has a part two. But I think some songs are hit or miss. Uh, but I, I personally like Jail and come to life those are probably my top two tracks right now uh pure souls is another one of my favorite and then you also have which one was it i'm trying to find it real quick moon and then of course he has his um it's track 15 of the uh album title song to his mom donda that one was a nice song as well too some of the songs were a miss um i'd have to go back and double check it because there's so many songs but overall i thought it kind of reminded me a little bit about his last album, which was, I want to say it was the experimental one he did too. Uh, uh, Jesus is King. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of Jesus is King, except a longer rendition of it. Jason. Uh, for me, actually, um, I like the album. It was pretty good. Um, I just, same thing with uh, Nick's comment. I think that's it could have been broken up into two parts. Um, I think some tracks could have been left out or it could have been in like a um, what like a Kendrick's Untitled Unmastered type of thing with like the part twos. Um, the length of the album, it, 27 songs is pretty long, but his The Life of Pablo is like 20 tracks when it was released and uh, uh, college dropout and late registration had about 21 songs so i think it's kind of normal for his song for the um song title or for songs to be that long so i think it's i think it's pretty normal but then it, but same thing yeah like some of the songs could be cut and i think that they could place into like place into a different album so for actually for the cover for the cover art i think that they could have i like the because he had two or yeah two different cover arts one was uh, i i don't know the the name of the 
of like the painting or whatever it was but it was pretty nice but then the second one i actually enjoyed that one it was like a simple painting by uh louise Berg louise bourgeois so it was like a, it was like an homage for a, an homage painting that explored her relationship with their own mother so i thought it would it would have fit perfectly with like the whole donda album but being as like just a black square i think it's not my favorite but you know, it's Kanye. Just, I'm not sure if it's because of Universal releasing the album. Maybe he was still in the process of having an album cover. But you know, we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe it'll change. Maybe it won't. But we'll see from there. Um, and uh, some of my favorite tracks, I would say, there's a I have a lot. Actually, I have a lot of favorite songs from there. From, I probably say the best one would maybe be come to life it's like super different than what Kanye's released his like vocals are like his singing is like really good and like the piano at the end of like mid end of the song it's so good it's crazy <laughs> all right well me personally as far as the cover album I thought the one with the um you know kind of that artsy um feel with the kids and walking into the sun or whatever kind of reflective of his relationship with his children and you know or like something with him and his mother the black album the black album cover as far as itself you know I think that's definitely right up there with Kanye you know just I don't know I can't really say there's none of them wowed me but I've never really bought an album for the album art and really looked into it at the end of the day especially now when you buy albums uh, digitally I don't really pay attention to the album cover art but I definitely like prefer the art painting more though than the black cover. As far as favorite tracks, you know, Hurricane is probably my favorite. I'll go into more as far as like what I thought of the album. Me personally, it was way too long. Like Nick said, uh, they could have broken up into two parts, the 27 tracks. It really only has like maybe three songs that I'm like feeling, but overall there's no bangers. There's no none of them you can put in the car and just like, you know, like gold digger or, you know, mercy or, That's true. you know what I mean? None of those ones where you can like really just kind of, you know, and that has a chorus that you can sing along with or whatever. Kanye hasn't put out a banger in a long time in my, and that's my opinion. I mean, he's oh, put yeah. out some interesting music. Some of the songs are cool and catchy, but like a full on banger is that since maybe his mother died, he hasn't really put on anything that's really been, you know, chart, uh, chart topping. Yeah, because if you look yeah, at all I, his discography, or if you look at his discographies, like his bangers came out before his mom passed. I mean, all those older albums. I mean, God, it was like hit after hit after hit. But, and I was talking to some people about this, and really, I think what happens is when his mother passed, his inspiration passed as well. Mm, in a sense, a I, I I know people might that's say, "Oh, that's a that's a bit of a stretch." It's really not when, and that happens to us all the time. When someone passes away, sometimes the grief, if we may have overcome the first portion of it with and accept that they're passing, but sometimes it's the drive, the inspiration, because you don't have that support anymore. Sure, you can have someone else come in and say, Oh, you know, I think your art, you know, art is really good, but 
and it, it's not the same when it's someone like your mother or a significant other that you know has supported you throughout your career so i think for kanye it was like his last line of support was cut off from him so he didn't really have truly anybody to always be there for him and i think that's why people may say his productivity has gone off a little bit and that's you know and that's why he's starting to go into the production you know in terms of experimentation yeah i also think because it is named after his mother i think this is more of like a personal project i don't think i don't maybe kane wanted to avoid like making like um like bangers in a sense more so he just wanted to make more like more personal music for this album per se i guess well i mean the like the closest thing to I guess bangers would probably be like maybe off the grid or praise God with Travis Scott and baby Keem. Those are like the closest things to bangers that he has in this album. But I feel that more so that this is more like a personal project for him and like being extremely vulnerable. Definitely. Yeah. I, I think at the end of the day though, I, I still think at the end of the day, Donda is not his best album, but Jason made a, made the point though it, this is a personal album this could be his i would actually say this is like a send-off album like this is him finally getting that closure and producing something that he truly wanted to do for his mom after all these years and so i i think that's where he went with it and that's why he may have been a little bit on the longer side yeah. with longer songs things like that um so I can understand too, you know, like why he would probably make it that. So, good. but yeah, Jason yeah. made a good point. Yeah. I also think it's probably like a part two for Jesus is King. I don't know if you guys have heard of that album or listened to that album, but when he said that he wanted to make like a gospel album, I was kind of hoping it, it would like incorporate hip hop into it. So I feel as though this is like the part two to it. And he actually, I would say he actually delivered on that. It was really good the way he um, basically implemented gospel with a hip hop. It worked really well in his favor. Next up, we're going to talk about Kanye's legacy. Where does this album rank in his catalog? And when people now discuss Kanye, what's at the heart of the conversation? Uh, uh, his album's not top five for sure. I mean, I, I hate, I, I know we're talking about how Donda is good, but it's not up there. I think only because of everything that Kanye has produced, I would say it's close to being top five. Uh, but I mean, you still have to deal with Watch the Throne album. You still have to deal with the college dropout, late registration, graduation. Uh, I would even rank my beautiful dark twisted fantasy ahead of uh, this album too. So. Is it his best work? It's up there, but there's so many other good albums he has. Like even Life of Pablo, I think is slightly ahead, even though I actually wasn't a fan of that album. Uh, I think it's ahead of Jesus for sure. Maybe tied with E and Jesus is King for like a middle of the pack type of an album. Uh, so in time, maybe it's just because I'm not as gospel as I used to be. Um, so it doesn't connect with me as much, but in terms of his legacy, though, 
I still think his big issue with his legacy is that people are going to be comparing old Kanye to new Kanye. And and that's never going to go away. And that's what I hate about this because to me personally, I think Kanye is still a great artist of all time. Like he's still, as, as far as the 2000s and beyond, he's top five, arguably. There's, should be no discussion, no argument about Kanye being a huge influence in both hip hop and technically in, I could say, we could say gospel, like that gospel hip hop, because I, you know, he's probably transcending towards that. But people will always say, well, old Kanye was better because new Kanye was crazy and, or crazier than old Kanye. And he, was more personable. He made banger after banger, but then it's like, no, when you're talking about the legacy, it's about the whole beginning to end. And so as far as I'm concerned, I still think he's up there. You know, true diehards will love everything that Kanye puts out, you know, and I, this is a dated reference, but the band Kiss, when they were making music and everything like that, and then they took off the face paint, they were, everybody was like, no, nah, we don't like this new kiss. We want the old kiss back. Put the face paint back on. And, you know, then they put the face paint back on and everybody was all happy again. You know, fans don't like change sometimes. They just kind of want to keep the status quo and just keep putting out new tracks and so forth. And so when an artist does go out on a limb and becomes experimental like that, it's met with resistance. Jason, what do you think about that? As far as change... Yeah, there is a lot of like people saying I miss the old Kanye, even though like Kanye himself uh, does touch on that in the in the uh, one song in Life of Pablo. I miss uh, I forgot the name something Kanye. I love Kanye, I believe. Do you miss um, the old Kanye? Oof. Yes, I would say yes. There are times where I say yeah, I, I do miss the old Kanye, like the eight oh eight heartbreak Kanye, like college dropout Kanye. <laughs> But, you know, people change, you know, he's he's been through a lot, you know, and he's got to, I guess, express himself the way he is now, you know, with his two, with Donda and Jesus is King, you know, that's the approach he's going. But, you know, we can we can always listen to his old stuff, you know, that's forever immortalized. <laughs> people talk about Kanye now. What do you think is at the heart of the conversation? Usually it's just, right now, it's usually just controversy first or news first and then the, and then the music. I feel as though for, I, I haven't actually haven't heard, well, actually, no, <laughs> that's a lie. I was going to say, I haven't heard much publicity about Kanye until Donda, but the whole, well, the whole Kim K and him um, getting a divorce, I think that's like the, most recent news for him but yeah it's usually just news uh publicity first and then the music because Kanye's such he's been you know he's just been doing crazy things for a while so normally people just go directly to like see what he's what he's doing now what crazy stunt he's done all right, gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. I thank you for your time. I know we all have classes to get to, and then we also have uh, work to do for the Daily 49er. Final thoughts, Nick, what do you have to say about Kanye, Donda, the whole experience? Donda is still a good album. Give it a listen. 
It may not connect with you the first time, but it definitely is a good album to listen to. Definitely worth. Yeah, I would say the same thing to, you know, it's not, it's a long album, that's for sure. So, you know, if you have the time, take a seat, you know, just listen to it, you know, take what, take what you can get from it. It's an, it's, it's an extraordinary album, that's for sure. All right, gentlemen, anything you guys want to plug before we sign on off? Uh, just make sure you subscribe to the Daily 49er on all social media and um, keep up with us. That's it. I mean, we got some new content coming out every day, every week. So just stick with us. Yeah, same thing as Nick said, you know, just follow, like, subscribe on all social media platforms for the Daily 49er. Keep up with the daily news. If you think about it, your commute to school has been free for over a year. If you count walking from your bed to your desk, a commute. Keep it going with free rides to real, actual campus aboard Long Beach Transit. Make the bus part of your routine. Visit RideLBT.com students for more info.